0: Moncrief on News Talk. A hundred years ago, the first Winter Olympics were staged in the French Alps, and as you can imagine, they were quite different from the Winter Games we know now. Philip Barker is editor of the Journal of Olympic History. Good afternoon, Philip.
1: Good afternoon. How was? Yes, the... they were very different.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine so. How was that? Why was that location chosen for uh, for the first Olympic Winter Games?
1: Well, it was in Chamonix in France and because Paris were hosting the Summer Olympics, that sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Mm. 2024, 1924, exactly 100 years ago, Paris were also hosting the Olympic Games and the mayor of uh, Chamonix, Jean Vlavey, was very keen to promote tourism. In fact, if you look around the posters of that time, a lot of them were by railway companies promoting the fact that you could get to the mountains and enjoy winter sport. Ah, right. And, and so he he was lobbying very
0: hard to get this then.
1: Oh, yes. He, yeah. he was lobbying. The, the French really wanted it. The French Olympic Committee, the French Winter Sports Federation and the Alpine Club in, in France, they all wanted to have this. The Swedes and the other the Scandinavian countries weren't so keen because they had Nordic games of themselves, and also the founder and the president of the International Olympic Committee, Baron Pierre de Coubertin, wasn't so keen on a winter games. But they had had them before, actually. Believe it or not, in London in 1908 we had figure skating, oh. and in Antwerp in 1920 they had figure skating and ice hockey. So it wasn't quite as new as everybody thought but they didn't want to call it Olympic Winter Games. It was under the high patronage of the International Olympic Committee, but it was an international winter sports week. Subtle distinction there.
0: Okay, and so it it was a couple of years later until they recognised these events as Olympic Winter Games.
1: That's right, yes, uh, about a year later. And they have a different sequence to the Summer Games, even though at that time they were staged in the same Year as the Summer Olympics, and ideally at that time, if you staged the Summer Olympics, you were given first option on the Winter Games as well. Uh, That fell down immediately with the next ones because Amsterdam was in the Netherlands, and they don't have a hell of a lot of mountains out there, so uh, (laughs) that made winter sport rather difficult.
0: Yes. Now, what? How many different sorts of events
1: did they have uh, in 1924? They had bobsleigh, cross-country skiing, curling, figure skating, ice hockey, speed skating, Nordic combined, which is the uh, cross-country and ski jumping, and a thing called ski patrol, which was like the biathlon we had now. Um, They also gave a medal for alpinism. Now, at the Paris Olympics, they'll have sport climbing, and that's up a wall, but this was for the best alpine exhibition, expedition of the last four years. And it went to a team of British climbers and Nepalese climbers who'd made an ascent on Everest. They didn't get to the top, but they tried to climb Everest. So they got the gold medal for that. It wasn't part of the Games, but it was presented during the Games in Chamonix.
0: That's interesting. And is it true one of those uh, one of those climbers died shortly afterwards?
1: A couple of them did. Mallory and Irving, who were very famous climbers, they uh, they tried again to climb Everest and were never seen again in a snowstorm. And in 2012, they actually took one of the uh, medals up to the top of Everest just in a little homage to them. So uh, a nice touch there of um, history. But uh, but yes, um, uh, they they gave these alpinist medals right up until the Second World War. They found a found a a suitable climb that was nominated by somebody and then the jury would debate it. But um, after that, it was discontinued.
0: And and the bobsleigh event, um, as I understand it, they had to actually build a bobsleigh track and it was super dangerous.
1: Very dangerous, yes. It only had an incline of about uh, 100... Hundred meters but uh, there were 19 turns it started at 1369 meters and dropped um, about 100 meters and um, i wouldn't have liked to have gone down it partly because the uh, protective equipment they had in those days wasn't quite the same as they have now you see the lycra and everything they just went down almost in their in their own um, day clothes so uh, (laughs) it does actually still exist you can find little bits of it even today Mm. Um, So uh, if visitors go to Chamonix, and they were running tours last week because of the anniversary, so that uh, people were able to go around and walk around such as is still there from
0: 1924. Uh, And in those days, uh, did it ever happen
1: that people were killed or seriously injured? I think people were seriously injured. Um, You know, they took their lives in their hands. I mean, back since the 1880s, they had something called the Cresta Run, and um, the the gentlemen would go out and uh, take their lives in their hands. So it was pretty dangerous. I mean, the... The kind of protective equipment they had then simply wasn't the same as they have now. They didn't have all the uh, the safety and the know-how that we have now. When you have an Olympic team, they have all these experts surrounding to make sure that the possibility of accident is neutralised. Never can be completely discounted, of course, because he had that tragedy back um, at, uh, I think, in Vancouver in 2010. One of the lugers was killed. So you could never actually... Um, completely rule out accidents but they do much more about safety now
0: philip thanks a million for speaking with us today that was philip barker their editor of the journal of olympic history Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m on news talk